Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. From the Over the Top Studios in Boulder, Colorado, I'm George Thomas. 2018 Dirty Kanza, brought to you by Topical Edge, performance and recovery lotion, Go harder, recover faster with Topical Edge. Today we're talking Dirty Kanza XL with Sarah Cooper. Sarah, thanks very much. It's been way too long since we've chatted. I know. It's good to talk to you, George. Now, DKXL, 34 of you, that's uh, commemorative of Dirty Kanza's first year? Yep. Yep. That was the original number of starters. Now, tell us what the XL version of this is. It is 350 miles, and it starts the evening before the 200-mile event. So we'll start Friday night from Emporia, and then everyone else will start on the 200 route in the morning. And it's just a route that they came up with. And um, my understanding is it's, you know, we're a test group to to see how a self-supported 350-mile event will go. <laughs> and uh I'm looking forward to it. It it sounds like quite an adventure. Now, 34 is in honor of the first year of Dirty Kansas, number of participants, correct? Yep, yep. So it's just a small number of us, and we were all chosen for our various accomplishments. And, and my understanding, it's the, our belief in the ability to finish something this hard. So um, I'm not sure sending 300 or 34 rookies on a 350 mile challenging gravel course would be a good idea. So he's sending us out there and um, giving us the opportunity to see how it goes. And this was invitation only. Yep. Yep. So <laughs> the funny thing is, is I got this invitation after the second of uh, my two arm surgeries. And so I had really zero use of either hand and this thing showed up in my inbox and like within 10 minutes of getting this thing, I'm trying to tap out with one finger. Yes, yes, please. Yes. <laughs> Put me on this list. <laughs> so yeah, it came at a great time and I'm, I'm super excited for the opportunity. So I'm curious, you're starting the night before Dirty Kansas 200. Uh, are you going to be, is it a course that'll loop you around so that you end up joining the 200? It's a separate loop. It's a giant, uh, 350 mile loop that goes around Emporia. And so we don't join the 200 mile course until the very last stretch to the finish. So it'll be completely separate is my understanding. So, but over that last stretch, you will have some other people around you. Yeah, it's a pretty short stretch. It's like right when you get back into town and in the stretch to the finish line. Okay. So not a huge motivator for you as you're coming in. No, no. I mean, it'll be exciting because you, you return to the finish line and the town is always pretty crowded and the finish line has a great vibe. So that part of it will be really cool. Now, unlike some of the other events you do, though, this route is plotted out 
you know what you're doing uh, and you've got everything all lined up? There's support along the way? No, this is self-supported. There's there's zero support. So um, there are convenience stores along the route where we'll have to resupply, but there's not there's no sag wagons. There's no checkpoints where you can have someone meet you. It's um, the route is known, so we know where we're going. We already have the route, but um, no, I can't I can't have somebody meet me in a town and give me stuff or anything. I have to fix my own bike, and so from that aspect, it's um, yeah, it's different than than the other dirty Kansas. So there's no sag stops, no nothing out here. Wow, that's uh, kind of got you back in your familiar territory. Yeah, that's my element. That's what I enjoy doing, and and I'm really looking forward to it. I think it'll be a great challenge. It's it's going to be hot, so it's different not having support or not having you know a vehicle in a town waiting for you when you pull in with ice and that. I mean, you're all on your own, and and frankly, I prefer it that way. I think it'll be great. Now, just a moment ago, you were talking about. Uh... It was almost difficult for you just to write the word yes back to accept the invitation into this. How have you been able to recover so quickly? Well, the arm surgery actually ended up um, going very well, and I had better than expected results. So my hand function is nearly normal, and that came back pretty quickly. What what took a lot out of me and it has been difficult to recover from was the loss of nearly all of my arm muscles. I had sticks over the winter. <laughs> they had to detach and reattach the tendons of my arms. And so I wasn't able to lift more than three pounds for like 10 or 12 weeks. And you know, my arms just wasted away. So building that back up has taken some time and building back just the tolerance for riding a bike for that long has taken some time. And in fact, that's still that's still an unknown for me how that's going to go. This is really my first race and of length in a year. I haven't done anything this long since, since Ram. Now weak arms can be a huge problem on a, an ultra. Uh, how have you gotten your arm string back? Lots of time in the gym, lots of riding combination of both. Yeah, I've done a lot of strength training. I struggled with more traditional weightlifting. Um, Every time I would get started with that, I would develop a tendonitis. And so I've had um, a lot of luck doing Pilates. I've gotten back into the pool and done some swimming, which I detest, but it helps. And um, just just functional use of my arms in my daily life. Um, I, I lift a lot of heavy things. I have to move 50 pound bags of horse feet on a regular basis. And so, um, I've, you know, visibly you can see that I've recovered most of my arm muscle and, you know, functionally, I feel pretty good riding a bike. So I think I'm there. It'll be an interesting test though. How have you, uh, ramped up your training from all that time completely off? Well, I was never completely off. <laughs> I After the first surgery, the surgeon told me to take um, seven days and make sure that I didn't get on the bike too soon and, and cause the arm to swell up. And so I did. I waited, I waited six days and <laughs> got back on the bike. And then um, after the second surgery, I was back on the bike within three days. And so I essentially trained no-handed over the winter on my trainer. I, I upgraded my trainer to um, a fancy smart trainer, so I really never have to shift my bike, and turning it on is pretty easy. So uh, training over the winter wasn't really that big of a, an issue. Um, 
it was more the aftermath of once I got back on my bike and got outside. It just, it's been a winter of, of bad luck and mishaps. Um, I fell off. Well, I got tossed off my horse (laughs) and hurt myself. And then, you know, a week after that, I fell on the ice and cracked a vertebrae. And so that was another six weeks of, you know, riding while in pain and in subpar training. And so, um, it's just been a struggle. And then like not even a week out from trans Iowa, I was supposed to do that on a tandem. I ended up dislocating my kneecap moving horse feed. So, you know, that was another couple of weeks of subpar riding and missing, missing a race. And so, you know, I, I, I'm reasonably fit. I've managed to get in enough riding that I feel like I can manage 350 miles, but it, it, in terms of this being any kind of great physical race and fast or any of that, I I don't have a lot of expectations at this point. I'll just be grateful to be on the start line, be, be and be at the finish line. That's really all I I have on my agenda at this point. We're talking 2018 dirty Kansas, dirty Kansas XL with Sarah Cooper, make recovery days a thing of the past with topical edge. Now, Sarah, what are your expectations going into this? You've had a lot of things you've had to overcome. Um, I just can't imagine you not being competitive though. <laughs> yeah. We'll see what happens when I get out there, you know, and, and Jim Cummins sent out an email recently and reminded us that this is, you know, not necessarily a race, but more of a, a trial event and that we should, you know, not be out there with the, with a, race goal necessarily in mind, but to enjoy the journey and, and some time with friends. And so I am keeping that thought in the back of my head, but I can't imagine, you know, looking at the list of starters that he's got there, that there's not going to be some hammering going on. So <laughs> <laughs> hopefully it'll be fun. I'm looking forward to, to just having fun and, and riding with some really cool people and really cool route in a place I've, I've not had the chance to ride gravel before. Oh, you haven't? No, you know, I, I've only ever signed up for Dirty Kansas once and I ended up missing it because of my daughter's dance recital. And every year since then, I've been involved in Ram or Raw, either crewing or racing. And so I've not had the opportunity to race down there yet. So yeah, this is, this is a first for me. Now, invitation only. Um, do you think this was more based on your Trans-Iowa performances or because you did so well in Raw and Ram or both? Uh, yeah, I'm pretty sure Ron and Ram don't have a whole lot to do with (laughs) those being crude races and stuff. I think it's more, you know, the fact that I'm, I've proven myself able to finish something like trans Iowa and, and can take care of myself at self-supported events. So now thinking again of your arm and hand problems from the past, I mean, I know they're fixed, but that's not going to cause you any issues if you have a mechanical and have to do some repairs. I hope not. Uh, there's really no way of knowing at this point until I get out there and give it a shot. Um, I, you know, my longest ride for this has been about nine hours and I've been fortunate not to have a lot of mechanical problems while I'm out there, but I also haven't had any issues with my hands on a ride of that length to make me worry about being able to change a tire or fix a chain. Um, you know, my, my fine motor skills are pretty good, but this is in a way, this is a test for me to see exactly how I do and how my hands feel and and what I'm going to do in the future with regards to racing. Any goals on time? What are you thinking this is going to take? 
Oh, I don't have any idea. I'm, I'm not even putting a goal on it because, you know, the distance, it would be easy to look at that distance and come up with a rough estimate of time, but you know, you don't know what direction the winds are going to be. I don't really know at this point how hot it's going to be. Um, and being self-supported, if, if it's 95 degrees and you're out on a, you know, 50 or 60 mile stretch between convenience stores, you're baking in that full sun. There's not a lot of shade out there. So, um, you know, we've, we've fortunately had some heat here. And so I've been able to ride on that and just at least have an idea of, of what kind of power I can put out in that situation. But, uh, yeah, in terms of speed and time, like, yeah, I'm just not even going to waste my time thinking about that. I'm going to be prepared to be out there as long as it takes and, um, get through it. And 95 actually sounds like a pretty reasonable expectation at this point. <laughs> yeah, it's been heating up down there. I've seen heating up here in Iowa too. And, um, and that's great. It, it's good to get out there and ride in that and just have a reminder of how to ride in that and how to function and just, uh, you know, how you have to moderate your power and put some thought behind, you know, how do you stay cool out there in the full sun when you're alone and yeah, there's no one to hand you an ice pack for your neck. What are you going to do? So it's, it's good. It's a good challenge. I'm looking forward to it. And how do you load your bike with food and liquid? Um, I'm assuming it's got to be packed a little different when you're expecting temperatures in the high nineties, as opposed to 40 degrees and pouring rain. Yeah. Yeah. That's the difference between this and trans Iowa for sure. And you know, when I loaded my bike up, and took it out for a hundred miles with everything I thought I'd need. I, my first thought in picking that bike up was, wow, this is not a trans Iowa bike. <laughs> because <laughs> It is, it is lighter. You know, there's, there's not a lot of extra clothing there. And, you know, at most you would theoretically need is, is a light windbreaker or something if, if it was raining, but you know, raining, raining in 70 is, is a lot different than raining in 40. So there's there's less clothing, but I need to carry more fluid probably than I, I would have for something like Trans-Iowa where it just doesn't get that warm. So that's that's the significant amount of weight on my bike is, is carrying that fluid. And there is one 100-mile stretch without the opportunity to refuel at a convenience store. So you do, you know, depending on how hot it is at that time of, of the race, you know, that, that could be a pretty significant amount of fluid you have to carry. A 100-mile stretch. Yeah, it's overnight, uh, so hopefully it won't be 95, but, you know, you never know. <laughs> I haven't seen the forecast yet. So, you know, I've got I've got bags on my bike and you know, the ability to carry well over 100 ounces of fluid. So <sighs> I, I'm, I, I'm, I'm set, I think. <laughs> How fun for you, though, to be taking part in an inaugural event of this type. This is really exciting. I'm happy for you. Yeah, I'm excited too. It was really an honor to get the invite. And and like I said, it came at a great time and, and this kept me motivated all winter. And, um, you know, the gravel community is just such a fun group of people and, and I'm looking forward to meeting some new folks and, and reconnecting with some old friends and just having a great time. And to be strong enough to be on that start line is, is just a phenomenal feeling, especially when, you know, I spent half my winter broken and, you know, struggling with a three hour trainer ride. So, um, I'm excited to, to be back at it, even if, you know, I'm not, you know, I've had a bumpy winter and I'm not in the best shape. I'm still, I'm still strong enough to do this. And that's, that's an exciting feeling. 
Well, Sarah, I sure wish you all the best out there and really appreciate you taking the time to chat with us. Thanks, George. It was great talking to you. 2018 Dirty Kanza DKXL, Sarah Cooper joining us from Iowa. And say goodbye to post-workout soreness with Topical Edge. From the Over the Top Studios in Boulder, Colorado, I'm George Thomas. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.